Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Mega Strange Podcast, and guess who's back? I'm here. Our co-host, Johnny. One day I'm going to do a solo episode, and it's going to be crazy. I think people would love for you to do a solo episode. <laughs> I'd be so panicked. I'd be like, ugh. You do. You would survive. Yeah. It's nervous. It's nerve-wracking at first, but then before you know it, uh, a whole hour has passed, and then you have this like surge of confidence, like, wow, I can't believe I pulled it off. That's true. I used to do uh, on my own personal YouTube channel this thing called Johnny Cast. Ooh. And I used to do it after every... Just uh, before you worked for Mega no, 64? No, no, no. This is after every Mega 64 podcast. Oh, I never told no. anyone about it. I thought it'd be funny to be like, all right, I'm going to get my thoughts in. Wait, <laughs> wait, it was, what? Or was, or no, it's called you're, Car, car you're, Cast. Sorry. You're not allowed to have your own thoughts <laughs> on our conversations. It was, uh, it was my own thoughts on things as I drove home from the podcast. And you'd upload this to your personal YouTube yeah, channel? Yeah, CarCast. Which is not monetized at all? No, not monetized at all. What's the, what's the channel called? I wish I knew. You don't even remember? We could monetize it right I now. I think uh, YouTube.com slash Johnny Weiss. I think that's it. Everybody go to YouTube.com slash Johnny Weiss. Hit subscribe. Yeah. And you could have access to Johnny Cast. CarCast. To, to CarCast to get Johnny's brain, Johnny brain, his thoughts on do more. everything Mega64 has talked about on some episodes from just a few months ago. Do you still do it? No, but I'll do it if you guys, if like, if I can get that monetized, hell yeah. Uh, I, I think I need a thousand subscribers and I do not have that yet. So hook well, it up. Well, after today, you will. In hell fact, yeah. we have surpassed a milestone here yes. on this show because we just uh, had our 7,000th subscriber Join us on this little mega strange journey here Welcome. that we're going along. Welcome, uh, Mr. 7000 <laughs> or Mrs. 7000 or Ms. 7000 or the 7000th person. Yes. Whoever you are out there, we don't know, but we're happy to have you here and all the others who have supported us and subscribed to this podcast all along the way. We couldn't do it without you. In fact, we do it for you because if nobody's watching the show, why are we even here to begin with? So we love you guys. We appreciate you. And it's for you that we have prepared today's very special episode. Yes. Today, we're going to be talking about glitches in the matrix, otherwise known as events that have happened to certain people that have made them question their own reality. What's really going on? Mind-breaking events, things that are frankly, probably not enjoyable. Have you ever had your reality broken? Something happened to you and uh, it just made you uh, question everything around you? Oh, I mean, the 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 one that really always sticks with me is whenever uh, people say, uh, I'm trying to think of an example real quick, but like Laurel or Yanni, do you remember that? Of course. Yeah, yeah. like whenever that happens where it's like, oh, if you read uh, this text while you're listening to this audio, it changes what it is. Is the dress blue? Yeah. Is the dress white? Is this animated GIF spinning to the right or to the left? Yeah, that actually is a good uh, starting point mm -hmm. for this episode because it brings up the well-established fact that our reality is based on our perceptions and everything we experience is objectively what our brains make of it. Okay. Right. So Einstein has this theory of relativity, which basically says one event can happen. And depending on where you are in the universe, you will experience the same event differently from that other viewer. Okay. Reality is not 
set in stone. It's, uh, it's uh, subjective to uh, who you are and what you're going through. So it's like main character syndrome. What is main character syndrome? Or you think you're the main character of the video game? Like your life is like, uh, you know, let's say life's a simulation. You think that you're the main guy. Oh, well, your only perception is your consciousness. So you think like, oh, maybe everyone else is the NPC. Don't worry. I've been told for years that I'm not the main guy. Oh, so I don't have main character syndrome. I have supporting character syndrome. <laughs> My reality is trying to push me into a subservient role that I refuse to accept. Did I just scare you? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm trying to wake you up, please. Nah, I you're uh, you got your little tiki mug full of coffee there. I went to uh, Trader Sam's the other day, and uh, they have a drink called the Tiki 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 Rum, and they wouldn't. That's let, terrible. They wouldn't let us order it unless we said every Tiki, and I was like, "Fuck you! I'm never coming back." Fuck you! Bring me the drink. I have main character syndrome. Oh. He, that that guy was an NPC, and I did not want to take his side quest. And That's why uh, Disney is terrible. Exactly. That's a perfect example right there of how they're just messing with just you. Trying to have fun. They're trying to be cute. I'm not trying to be cute. I'm just trying to order a tanky drink. A tanky drink. Tanky drink. Tanky drink. Uh, I had some already. Uh, Derek <laughs> getting his drink on. I'm just drinking some good old-fashioned Java here. Yeah. Getting my caffeine up. I can't wait for that one person to pause this, and uh, him and his girlfriend are going to try to figure out what you're drinking. Coffee, Coffee. With cream. That's what it is. By the way, you know, a few episodes back, we received a comment uh, in our comment section, which I hope everybody leaves a comment in our comment section. And somebody was really upset that our little friend here was on the desk. They were like raging, like, get that child's toy off your desk. What's the matter with you? Why would you have such a juvenile doll on your show? And I was like, it's going to be okay, man. Yeah. Like, chill. Is everything all right? Uh, I happen to like this little guy here. In fact, this is definitely going to be here forever. It's a permanent home. So get used to it. Yeah, we never gave it a name. That's I- exactly what I was going okay. to say. <laughs> and I was going to ask our loyal viewers, person 7,000 out there in particular, what do you think we should call this guy? Yeah, they gave us suggestions a while back. I can't remember one, though, any of them. Though. Well, we're going to toss all those out. Oh, okay. And you can comment on this episode right now, and we will uh, decide on next week's episode what we think this little buddy should be called. So give us a good one. Give us a monstrous one, a monstrously strange name that is very apropos for this show. I don't want no, not know. We're not going to name it Sean, okay? We're not going to name it Fruit Snacks, all right? That's a pretty good name, though. It's already taken. Yeah. We already have a pet named Fruit Snacks. Yeah. He's on uh, the main show. <laughs> Sits all the way to the pet right. Named Fruit Snacks. <laughs> uh, so today we are talking glitches of the Matrix, and I want to start off with one here today that is very mundane, but I find particularly interesting. Okay. Uh, these have been pulled from some sources on the internet. Will not reveal my sources, but you know, and they're not hard to find. These are uh, stories that people have posted about things that make them question their own reality. And this first one, this first story, is from a person who says that they were eating a chocolate macaroon, and their girlfriend tasted it while in the bathroom. The story says, "Have you uh, have you experienced this?" No, yourself? I just <laughs> I just kept thinking 
Well, first that's amazing, but then I kept thinking about that uh, year where everyone kept saying if you put uh, soy sauce on your balls, you taste it. And I was just like, is it similar? Like you eat a macaroni and your girlfriend tastes it? Uh, <laughs> do you remember that? It was all over the internet. They're like, oh, try it. Well, we've clearly got to do some paranormal experimentation here. Johnny, I think you should give yourself a dip and tell us if you taste it. <laughs> hey, uh, another question for people who are watching today's episode. <laughs> Have you tried to taste soy sauce? Soy sauce with your junk? If so, let us know if it yeah. works. Because I felt like that was just a prank to get people to so. uh, dip themselves in some sauce. I think that was just a couple mm. of pranksters. Well, uh, if you uh, put a macaroon on your junk, your girlfriend will taste yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. She's like, taste <laughs> macaroon. So according to this story, uh, this person was doing some stuff in the kitchen and decided to eat a chocolate macaroon that had been sitting there for a while. And their girlfriend was in the bathroom two doors down the hallway. And as they took a bite, their girlfriend yelled from the bathroom, are you having something with chocolate? This person wrote, I was and still am in shock. I walked into the bathroom with half the macaroon sitting in my mouth. And we both looked at each other in complete shock. She told me she suddenly had the faint chocolate flavor in her mouth, but wasn't eating anything. She didn't even have chocolate that whole day. Okay. One might suggest it has something to do with smell, but that dry-ass macaroon had no smell left. Would have been too far away anyways. This is this person's glitch in the Matrix. That's interesting. Uh, maybe, like, the simulation ran out of RAM and they just started reusing taste bud uh, allocation. In case you are not familiar out there, Johnny is a huge proponent of simulation theory. Oh, yeah. And believes that we are all existing in some sort of giant space-aged supercomputer. Why not? Who's to say? Well, this isn't an isolated is not an isolated event mm -hmm. because other posters started replying with their own similar stories. Okay. One person wrote, This happened with me and my friend over the phone. They were eating strawberries and I tasted them. It was so weird. I remember it clearly to this day, 25 years later. Okay. Well, so this was in 1998. Well, it, uh, that one's hard to, harder to believe just because, like, I assume they're like, hey, I'm eating these strawberries. They're so good. And then your brain starts doing some, uh, doing what it does well. Well, another poster uh, alerted everybody that this has a name. And it's called, you're going to like this. You're okay. going to remember this word forever. Claire Goostens. Claire Goostens. So it's like a, a spin on clairvoyance? Or? It is. Okay. In fact, there is a different kind of Claire something for every sense that your body experiences. And according to Wikipedia, Claire Goostance is defined as the paranormal ability to taste a substance without putting anything in your mouth. It is claimed that those who possess this ability are able to perceive the essence of the substance from spiritual or ethereal realms. So that's why when I dip my balls in uh, soy sauce at work, it's going through paranormal realms. Yeah, your balls <laughs> are connected to, to my, the yeah. spirit realm. Yeah, yeah. And then Paranormal Activity 7, your balls are connected to your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this episode doesn't get demonetized.
No way. We're talking about science here. Well, that's true. Pseudoscience. Yeah, I think we have to use uh, the scientific terms. Um, by the way, there is a related uh, type of telepathic power called clairalliance, which is the ability to acquire psychic knowledge through means of smelling. What, what do you smell? Like, do you like, like smell rock salt or something? And then you get like, well, know. I'm glad you asked okay. because another poster on the uh, forum wrote this, shared this story. My roommate has phantom fart smelling. He will actually be able to smell my farts before they happen. My favorite Shin song, Phantom Fart. Um. Yeah, Morrissey uh, could just smell the whole band's farts before they happened. Oh, did I say the Smiths? I meant the Shins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or if I farted in another room and tell him, he will smell it. (laughs) So... What a what a wonderful uh, roommate situation that must be. That's a fetish. Signs that you have Claire Goostance. This is according to uh, anytimeastro.com. Says, are you Claire Goostant? Do you have an inherent Claire Goostance ability? Here are the signs that may help you get the answers to these questions. Okay. So let me ask you, faithful viewers. Have you ever experienced these symptoms of Claire Goostance? One, you have a highly developed sense of taste. Yes. That's hard to say because I've never tasted anybody else's sense of taste. Yeah. So, but maybe, you know, people be like, do you taste the cinnamon? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm Claire Goostance. Yeah, maybe like a sensitivity to like spicy or sour food can be like a tip you off to if you have a. I put More salsa in your rice. Did you taste it? Yeah. Of course I did. Yeah. I have psychic tasting ability. <laughs> you can't get anything past me. You have very strong memories of how something smells. Again, I've always heard that uh, the sense of smell is the one that's most closely associated with the memory. Yes. 100%. With your memories. So these are two objective things where I feel like, well, doesn't everybody Think have so. strong memories associated with smell? But of course, it's not necessarily like a smell is triggering your memories. This is you can actually remember how something smells to the point where maybe you can smell it again. Can you do that? Yeah. Can, I can think you so. imagine something so strong you are practically smelling it? Hold on. Let's try. Try to remember a smell. I'll do it too. Here we go. Hold yeah, on. But, oh, wait, can you give me a smell? Because sure. I can't even. Let's do. Let's close our eyes. Okay. Let's do chocolate chip cookies. I mean, I have like a like sensation that I'm smelling it, but like I it, I don't smell anything. Like I kind of know what it smells mm. like in my brain. Okay, here. How about this one? Ready? Yeah. Spaghetti sauce. Yeah, it's still like a, like a memory of the smell, not like I'm smelling it. All right. Well, you're probably not Claire Goose. Okay. Then. What about you? No, but when I was a kid, uh, sometimes, you know, your parents make food for you when you're a kid and you don't want to eat it. Like, I don't want to eat a salad. I don't want to eat my vegetables. And so I'd be sent to bed without dinner. That ever happened to you? Oh, yeah. Uh, But I would get revenge because I would lay in bed and I would imagine myself eating foods that I really liked. Okay. Hot dogs and hamburgers. And I would actually like chew them in my mouth. And I feel like I could imagine them so well that on some level... 
it was a little bit satisfying. Like, and I used to tell myself, like, I don't need to have dinner because I can imagine eating anything I want. So I think maybe when I was younger, I had more prevalent Claire Gustin's abilities. You know, when my mind was more open to the spiritual ball sense, if you will, the soy sauce tasting yeah. capacitor. <laughs> and just, then as you get older, the, your uh, doorway to the other realm closes. It's just really sad. Like, I don't need to eat anything. I can just imagine eating things. It's just so sad. Yeah, well, I didn't like to eat my vegetables. Oh, okay. So that's uh, how my parents tried to punish me. But joke's on them because I'm going to my room to imagine eating ice cream. <laughs> Booyah! Um... The next one is you like being surrounded by good smelling things. Perception of some perfumes or scents brings you peace and happiness. Yeah. Who doesn't though? Exactly. You, f- you feel sudden fits of burping. Now I know that happens to you sometimes, but maybe it's because you're part psychic. Damn. Hell yeah. I'm not gross. I'm just psychic. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that was uh, my psychic ability <laughs> coming out. Oh, let's go play the lotto. Everybody. Uh, here's another pretty common one. You get food cravings that have no explanations. That's just being fat. Or I was going to say pregnant, but yeah. Both. Uh, fat or pregnant, which are not the same thing, because I would never say that to a pregnant person. I used to make some horrid combos when I was, uh... Homemade combos? Like pizza combos? Fully eating whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. Or just like uh, snacker combos that are, uh, yeah. you know, worthy of the world's greatest stoner. Oh, yeah. I'll give I'll give the people at home one. I'll give you. Uh, well, you're talking to the guy who invented candy lasagna. Yeah. Oh, candy lasagna. I made it. I did on it's, Halloween. It's good. Right? It's fucked up. It, that shit like if that doesn't destroy your teeth, nothing will. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That's my badge of honor. Uh, what I would do is uh, order from McDonald's uh, a McFlurry. And two cookies, and you make your own ice cream sandwich out of them. It's fucking bomb, dude. I've seen this video on Instagram where somebody takes a Ben and Jerry's cup, uh, you know, a, a quarter pint of ice cream, and they slice it with a knife, yeah, into like a hamburger patty. But they leave the, uh, they actually cut the whole, yeah, yeah you know, like paper cup, yeah. and then they sandwich it between two cookies, and then they rip the uh, cardboard and unpeel it, and okay. that's how they make a baller ice yeah, cream sandwich. Yeah, I bet. If you're not making ice cream sandwiches at home, you're fucking up. I've never done that. Really? I'm a huge fuck up, dude. It's way better <laughs> and way cheaper. Dang. I got to try that. Um, I would love to get like some top tier cookies from like Costco or some fancy yeah. bakery and then get some Ben and Jerry's and make the most heinous ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, because like the, the tall house ones you can buy, the, the ice cream sandwiches, like they're fucking frozen. Like you can't imagine that with warm cookies. Sick. You're blowing my mind, dude. <laughs> You're actually making me want to taste some soy sauce, let me tell you. Uh, and the final one is bouts of dry mouth that are one major Claire uh, Claire Gustin's sign. Oh, so cotton mouth. Yeah. Is, uh... <laughs> so I guess having food cravings, burping, and having cotton mouth makes you a food psychic. You know, uh, if you have these symptoms and you practice and heighten your ability maybe you too will be able to smell your roommate's farts before they happen oh they happen before they yeah you <laughs> could smell them before they happen that sounds like a fucking curse yeah. like I, why yeah. would you ever want that pre-fart like, cognition you're about to fart dude and it's bad it's like minority report yeah. <laughs> with farts like the little ball comes out and uh, Tom Cruise catches it and goes ooh we're gonna have a silent but deadly ripper oh, coming no. in about five minutes 
And then he runs over to go plug the the hole up before it happens. <laughs> and that's my badass movie idea for the week. Hell yeah. Uh, wh- uh, I'm trying to think of a, a pun title for Minority Report. Uh, the Flatulence Report. Yeah, there you go. That's not so great. Yeah. So uh, leave a comment if you can think of a better one. The Lavatory Report. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this next one is a, uh, top rated glitch in the matrix. And I found this one pretty interesting and pretty weird. Okay. Give me your take on this. Okay. One. This person writes that this glitch has in the matrix has been, uh, affecting them for almost seven years Okay, and has persisted across four iPads, three iMacs and five iPhones. They're apple cucked. Oh, that's the glitch in the matrix. No, here's what it is. Uh, It is also followed them from at least two residences. Okay. When they started noticing it, all of their electronic devices believe that this person lives in Los Angeles. No, it's not a settings mistake because they've gone in and changed the settings many times. Okay. No other person using the same VPN or router or anything has ever experienced this problem. It's only them. They can be driving along in a city and ask for the nearest location of a whatever restaurant, gym, park, and their device will tell them about one in Anaheim. Everyone else in the car will get the uh, location correct, but any map program that they're using will show that they are traveling somewhere in Los Angeles. Well, everyone else will show them the correct location that they are in. Any home device that they use will do the same thing. Okay. Whenever they Google something, their Google searches are optimized for Los Angeles. And it's not always the same location. Sometimes it'll be a different zip code, but it's always a zip code that is in the Los Angeles location. And they Mm. repeat. They cannot emphasize enough that this is not a settings mistake. They know what they are doing with their electronics. Also, their YouTube account has changed to Los Angeles zip codes. Uh, I'm sorry, it added a Los Angeles zip code to the oh, end wow. of to the end of their username. They have not, nor have they ever, not currently, nor have they ever lived in the Los Angeles area. In fact, they are over one state. They're one state away. Okay, so that's not as ridiculous as I was thought it would be. If they're just like a state over. They've even stated that while they were standing next to their husband's computer, the computer, when he's Google search stuff, has uh, assumed that they were both in Los Angeles. And this doesn't affect the husband when they're not nearby. Okay. So this person is projecting Los Angeles vibes. Technological. uh... Never mind. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i couldn't think of a word you lost it what do you uh, make out of that uh i would say change your password on everything you think they're being hacked a hundred percent by someone in los angeles or someone with the vpn that is associated with los angeles it's followed them to two residences four ipads yeah. five iphones and uh two macbooks yeah so it sounds like they use a very simple password on everything they told they said specifically it's not an electronics error uh okay i mean like i'm all right i'll, I'll... this is a glitch in the matrix <laughs> it's hard because it could be so many different things you know it could like 
It could just be a setting they're missing. It's not a setting. <laughs> I don't, dude, I don't think. They can't stress enough. It's not a settings mistake. They say multiple times, quote, I know what I'm doing. Okay, because, uh, yeah, my Twitter account shows me shit from New York, and I, I never changed it. I was lived in New York for 10 years, so maybe am I glitching? It says they never lived in Los okay. Angeles. all right. They've never lived there. Maybe mm. they visited. Yeah. You think they visited once, and, and that was just it? Possibly. I do. Maybe they have, like, a government chip implanted in them that they don't know about. Now, it, that's a conspiracy theory. I would be really terrified that their, like, iCloud got hacked or something. <laughs> Well, they're not. They're they're more terrified that their reality is breaking. Ignorance is bliss. All right. Johnny's not impressed with, <laughs> with the LA glitch. I'm just not impressed by like glitches in technology because stuff like that happens all the time. Okay. All right. Well, then let's move on. Cool. This next one is a doozy. <laughs> I just see your bold text. <laughs> I... I just died in your arms tonight. Who sings that? I don't know. It's a good, that's a good song. Must have been something you said. I feel like a lot of 80s songs were like weirdly haunting. Oh, like, yeah. Like even like I wear my sunglasses. Like it's like so droney and strange. Anyway. uh, You know, my friend Santiago. Mm -hmm. Nobody here knows him. He was uh, in the DBZ Boo saga. Yeah, who, yeah. Who got into the fuck you argument yeah, with fuck Vegeta? You. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, he's a friend that I met in acting class. His dad, no, his grandfather was in a one hit wonder band from okay. the 80s. That's all. Oh, what's what song? What do all the people know by the Monroes? Okay. That sounds familiar, but I don't know. Uh. Everybody tells me so, but what do all the people know? I, I get, yeah, I, I think I've heard that before. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. It yeah. was interesting being a, I talked to him about it for a long time. Side note, we're going to go on a tangent here. Yeah. And uh, he told me his grandpa was in this one hit wonder band from the eighties and they were going to get a record deal, but for whatever reason, the record deal fell through. And so his grandpa moved to Michigan and mm. just started working in a restaurant as like a line cook. Okay. And totally like left the music industry behind him. But every, do that. But every once in a while, the song would play on the radio. And everybody in the restaurant would be like, uh, oh, this song's so great. And they'd be like, yeah, it's uh, that guy wrote the song. <laughs> the guy who made you pancakes? Yeah, he's, he's the one singing on the radio right now. I love when shit like that happens. Uh, correct, me, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think it was the keyboardist of Yes uh -huh. was like, I'm just going to get my doctorate and quit the band. It's some band. I don't know if it's Yes, but I remember being a keyboardist, uh, just decided to become a doctor. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to go be uh, like a monster truck racer. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. The, the, you know, the guy who's the number one monster truck driver in the world used to be uh, in Mega 64. People would be like, <laughs> what's Mega 64? I just like monster trucks. Two different worlds. Okay. Anyways. This one is called I died last night, but I'm still here. Okay. This is like a final destination type story. Yeah. This person says. This actually happened last week, but it took me some time to come to terms with what happened. I got a phone call from my next door neighbor late in the evening asking if I could help move a mattress into his upstairs. Okay. His mom is ill and has a big heavy sleep number bed. So of course I ran over to help because they're great neighbors. I get over there and his friend who is also a priest 
was there to help. I helped them figure out how to separate the mattress from the bed so we could fit it upstairs. We get it all moved up and back into place. And then my neighbor asks if I can help them move an armoire upstairs too. I think nothing of it. And we go to his travel trailer and pull it out and start bringing it up the front stairs of the house. This is where I died. The front stairs are 11 steps, and I was on the lower end of the armoire, about six steps up when my neighbor and his friend lose a handle on the armoire, and it comes crashing down on top of me. I fall backwards towards the pavement. Next thing I know, I wake up in my dining room, and my phone is ringing, and my wife is asking me, Are you going to answer the phone? I answer the phone and it's my neighbor asking me if I can help them move a bed upstairs for his mom. I go over there and meet. (laughs) I meet him and his priest friend again. And as if this is the first time I have ever met his priest friend. And I tell them I can help you with the bed, but I cannot help you with the armoire. Okay. And my neighbor says, how'd you know about the armoire? I then proceed to tell them, pretty sure I just died. (laughs) And I spend the next hour talking with the priest. He has so many questions. My neighbor didn't believe I was telling the truth until I described the upstairs bedroom in perfect detail, down to the metal mattress frame on the floor and the intricate headboard leaning against the wall. And I have never been upstairs in their house before. Yeah. The priest asked me what I saw after I died. Of course, the priest wants to know. Did you talk to God? And I told him. Nah, bitch. I never actually died. But before it happened, I woke up at my dining room table. There is a lot of theories uh, that are very similar to this. Uh, mm-hmm. We've talked about on the show before. String theory, I think, in particular. That uh, it, essentially our souls are like beacons going through multiple dimensions. And if you die in one, you just jump to the next one. And so that's like like one to one, exactly like the same thing. But maybe he didn't jump to another dimension. He just jumped back into, uh, you know, well, it could be another dimension. Yeah. But he went back to uh, earlier in the day and then relived yeah. the same. He almost went back in time. They say in that theory, a lot of the times, though, if it does happen, uh, you allocate to that new dimension like immediately. And they say, you know, that feeling where like you, you almost trip and you're like, oh man, I, almost, I could have just fucking died there. They say like that could be that happening. Like you did die yeah. and you just kind of went, oh, okay. Well, this story resonated with a lot of users on this forum and uh, somebody actually linked to a Google doc that they had been preparing for years where, because they had experienced this themselves. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody shared a story, they would put it into this Google Docs. And I perused the Google Doc, and there were over 30 stories in there. Over 30. That I could count. Maybe even more. Oh, I bet. I mean, it's over 30, so there's obviously more. (laughs) Uh, But here's another one. Okay. After a fresh light rain, I was turning onto an on-ramp and started to accelerate from about 40 to 70 miles per hour to merge with the high-speed traffic on the highway. And as soon as I touched the gas, my car swung around and I started drifting across four lanes of 75 or of 70 mile an hour traffic in the rain. I was facing cars as if my car was now facing backwards, sliding everywhere. I remember one guy giving me the finger as he flew past me. 
Then I remember horrible crunching, wrenching sounds, and suddenly my car was moving back the other way towards the bridge side over the highway I had just turned off. As my car slid backwards across traffic, I was sure I was going to slam into the bridge side and end on the road below. When I got to that point where that would have happened, there was another huge slamming and crunching sound. Then, suddenly, I was just stalled out on the ramp, the on-ramp. Like I had driven up onto the highway and stalled and then pulled over into the breakdown lane on the bridge as soon as I got up there, right where the story started before he even entered the on-ramp. I got out of the car and looked at it from all angles. There wasn't a scratch or a dent or any evidence of what just happened. I remember being, uh, I remember there being a horrible explosive collision twice, but there was no damage on the car. I just sat there and smoked a cigarette on the on-ramp in the breakdown lane, called my parents, told them that I loved them, and then went on my first date with my future wife. It was my weirdest experience ever. So you're saying we're not living in a simulation, but we got motherfuckers respawning. So I don't know. You might have to rethink your thing. I'm not saying we're not living in a simulation, but that is interesting. Yeah. Respawning, huh? Yeah. Here's uh, another story, and it says, About four or five years ago, I was working at Little Caesars Pizza. Usually I work inside, uh, but we just started up something called Monday Madness, where pizzas were $4 on Monday, so we need someone to advertise. I was a wild and weird metalhead back then, so I took up the position on Mondays of just going out and throwing that sign around to get attention. You know, shakerboard. Yeah, yeah. To bring people in for pizza. Not exactly glamorous, but I had fun. One day while I was out there doing my thing, I see this van coming straight at me. It jumps the curb and slams into me and I feel it crush me against the electrical box controlling the street lights. Then I see a quick flash as the traffic lights flick off and then black out. I gasp and then I'm still on the corner as if nothing happened. No van or anything. Well, I was a little bit shaken up, so I decided to pack it up and walk back to the store for a break. I walk no more than 15 feet away from the corner when I hear a crash. I look back, and a van has just hopped the curb and crashed into the electrical box, and I watched the traffic lights flick off. Dude. Needless to say, I took the day off, and I still think about it from time to time. I bet. That's the story. That's scary. Well, maybe I mean, it we actually are. is not scary. Maybe we are living a simulation theory. I don't know. I hope I hope we all respawn. I hope all of those people are okay, you know, because as Final Destination would lead you to believe you can escape death once. But he's coming for you. Burr, burr, burr. I would love for anybody out there to uh, leave a comment if you relate to or have experienced anything similar to any of the glitches in reality that we talked about today. Do you have something as benign as Claire Gustance where you can taste something without putting it in your mouth? And no, I'm not talking about soy sauce. Yeah. I'm talking about other stuff. Yeah, like sweet stuff. Do Slick you? Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Neat stuff. <laughs> Neat stuff. Do you have some sort of technical malfunction that is inexplicable and has followed you across devices and can even affect other people when they are standing close to you? Johnny thinks this is bullshit, but I think there might be something to it. Or have you ever preconceived your own death and then avoided it with that special knowledge? We want to know. We want to hear from you. Let us know in the comments below. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this channel. 
and share this episode with a friend because we love all our new yeah. subscribers and we are on our way towards 10,000, the next milestone. Click the bell icon. I think that helps. Now, before we take off, we do have some goodies. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. This was sent to us by Tim, a loyal Mega Strange uh, viewer out there. And these are playing cards by the band. They might be giants. I was hyped. Uh, yeah, that's fucking. I have these, but you don't. I don't. So, uh, and these, I actually, these are awesome. I have a playing card collection. A lot of people don't know this about me, but, mm. uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was really into like magic and stuff. Yeah. And so I would buy trick decks like mm. the Spengali deck. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of the other. There's a couple like really famous magical uh, card decks out there. And then I just started collecting just random, weird, regular playing card decks um, from my journeys all over. And then I even have, you know, some people may know this about me. Others might not. But I have a collection of tarot cards. Oh, yeah. Um, And a bunch of tarot decks as well. And... I like to give tarot readings from time to time. If you ever catch me on the on a dark and mysterious night and I have uh, my tarot deck with me or you bring a tarot deck, I'll give you a reading. Hell yeah. Um, but not at a Mega 64 live no. show with 550 people standing around watching me. It has to be like, a <laughs> you know, an intimate setting. These are cool, though. These are sick. Each suit is a different cryptid. I like that they're called the hoaxes or, or uh, each suit is either paranormal, a hoax or a cryptid. Okay, so the Joker is, uh, we have like a human mermaid, like an actual mermaid. Yeah, I know you can't see these on camera. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'll narrate them. This is like a uh, Tunisian sandworm or death worm. Uh, we got the pig lady. Oh, every single card is something different. Yep. We got jackalope here. Uh, oh, okay. And then it's just it's just the face cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh they did a shirt as well with all these cryptids. These on are it. the hoaxes. Then we have uh, a different mermaid, a Taurus or a Minotaur, um, some sort of tentacles coming out of the water. And this suit would be the myths. Okay. I don't know what that thing is. Oh, these are aliens. Yeah, yeah. The Shouts out that they might be giants. Small gray man. Oh, shadow people. Wow. Are shadow people aliens? These are so. the, that's the paranormal if suits. If anyone has any connection to They Might Be Giants, we'd love to have them on the show. They're my favorite band of all time. I would lose my shit. Anyway. Really? More oh. than uh, Blink-182? Yes. They Might Be Giants, number one. More than uh, MCI? MCI? MSI? MSI? <laughs> oh, yeah. That dude got canceled. Just exposed my lack of knowledge. <laughs> we got the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, and Mothman. And Ooh. these are cryptids. I like the, the backs has the Thing My Giants logo. That's cool. These are awesome. Right. Thank you so much to Tim who sent these. Uh, I think on the back it oh, says Oh, it says everything. what they are. Yeah. Okay. Minotaur, Mermaid, Kraken. Ooh. Okay. Boogeyman, Pig-Faced Woman, Jackalope. Boogeyman, Pig-Faced Woman. That's... Uh, both of my parents right there. Oh. My personal nickname for my mom and dad. <laughs> just kidding. Love you, mom and dad. Father's Day is coming up. Mother's Day just happened. In case you didn't get a gift, go out and get one. Uh, these are awesome. Be revisiting those in a second. And then also, let's go to our Japanese snack pack from our Tokyo correspondent, Veronica, a.k.a. Taddy Gucci. By the way, Veronica is out there playing shows because... She is a uh, a burgeoning rapper okay. out in Tokyo. 
doing music videos, getting featured on other people's tracks. Oh, yeah. So check out Taddy Gucci on Spotify if you are a fan of Veronica and her paranormal reports on this show. Dude, our fans love Veronica, so shouts out. Hopefully we get another segment sometime soon. Okay, so I don't speak Japanese, obviously, but this thing looks like it's some sort of like raisin cookie. Uh, and the only thing I can make out is 100% is what's on here. So we know it's pure. Why don't we give it a taste and see if we can use our Claire Goostance abilities okay. to determine what this could be. There's one for you and one for me. Smells nice. Smells like a chocolate chip cookie. I don't know what that is. Very familiar, though. I'm just going to say it's a chocolate chip cookie brick. I really have no idea. But it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it tastes like cookie dough a little bit. Yeah, but like freeze-dried. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It was good, though. It's definitely 100% of whatever it is. Oh, we're doing another one? Hell Honey no. butter flavored potato chips. Steak and chicken potato chips. That sounds good as hell. And this one is... Um, Again, I don't know, but I think um, people were, uh, Veronica may have said this like one's butter. supposed to be really good. Yeah, oh. like butter flavored. You want to open up another one? Yeah. I want to try this. Do, all right, we're going to do the steak and chicken chips. I love this potato, man. Oh, and uh, Big Katsu. We'll save that one for Big the very katsu. end. I love him. Oh, yeah, the potato man. My we'll favorite, take. My favorite cryptid. We'll take some pictures of these packages and we will post them on our Instagram and maybe you can help identify what they are or pick one up for yourself if you're interested. The smell of that is very strong. The bag I'm in. It smells like um, beef ramen. It does. It smells like, yeah, a ramen place. It tastes like ramen. Yeah. That's fucking delicious. Wow. Shouts out. That's pretty good. Veronica, Taddy Gucci, thank you very much. These are some good treats. Mm. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. That's our episode for today. We thank you for watching. We thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So until then, I love you. Stay good. Come back tomorrow. See you next week. Stay strange, everybody. Good night. Thank you.